we're all raised in a global world of hate. That hate comes from the people around us, what we hear while we're in the womb, and what we hear when we come out. Depending on where you are, not only are you hearing the hateful opinions of different people, but add into that mistreatment by a parent or caretaker and you start to add into the hate. That gets mixed up with others as you grow and learn who also project their hate that has been taught to them. So how do we begin as a world to dismantle every auditory thing that we hear negatively as well as those that could be on TV and radio. That in and of itself is a first step because all that hate we listen to and have been taught we then internalize, which is why, whether you want to call it karma, what goes around comes around, or anything of the sort, the entire universe, including our individual bodies and minds, are made up of energy. So that energy continues to bounce from place to place to place it never disappears we truly do not know how long humankind has been around I won't add my personal opinion to that other than to say I think it's been more than a few million years. In that time, all those different emotions and energies from each individual person, and I can see why most of us conduct ourselves the way we do, hatefully malicious we love our brothers and sisters we love our friends we love the world but within us on some level we hate ourselves and we hate the individuals around us 
and we hate the way we treat each other as a society. Is there a way to truly disrupt this and change it? I believe that we can and we definitely have the capability to do so. I've always believed this change will happen But what can we as individuals do about it within ourselves to project that out to others so that it catches on? As an individual, I was raised and have the belief that my mother hates me. She did not want me she mistreats me to this very day and lets me know that she does not like me. How does that affect a child to know a parent doesn't like them, but yet they brought them into the world? My maternal grandmother decided to take on that responsibility of raising me, along with her longtime boyfriend. And the two of them, having been mistreated themselves, only had a certain skill set. I had every monetary thing that a child could want. but I was taught bad eating habits, meanness, cruelty, and was quite confused and didn't know what to do with it. So I turned that cruelty on myself by trying to take my life. No one else liked me or wanted me. Therefore, why should I be here? Because I must be a horrible, ugly child to be so unappreciated and unwanted. Grandma was a kind woman in many ways. If you needed help, you could come and stay with us until you got yourself together. If you needed just some food and a little bit of company, you were welcome to come and have that as well. During some of those times, she had one of her best friends and her boyfriend come and stay. At this time, I was in a high chair. And what I saw is this human man argue and beat this human woman 
until the next day while sitting in my high chair. She was patting her hands on the table to find her cigarettes because her eyes were swollen shut. And even from the position of a high chair, when her boyfriend came in, I asked him why did he do that? I didn't get an answer, and in some ways I didn't need one. He didn't like himself, so how could he like her and respect her, truly? Many years later, she met another man, and this man adored her. But because she didn't adore herself, because she had been treated in such a way for such a long time, she would pick arguments with this man. She would even put her hands on him, in some ways expecting the reaction of him hitting her back. And he didn't. Because he loved her and he respected her. He understood what she had been through and didn't hold it against her. Only continued to love her unconditionally until those things, by example from him, began to dissipate in her. That is the true beauty of who we are as people. There was a short period of time when I went back to my mother. She and her boyfriend had an apartment and I had a little brother and at that time, she was pregnant with another child. I have random memories of this man arguing with him. He would treat me badly, say mean things to me, and I would react. Some people would call this impudent, unruly. But in my mind, I felt justified because I couldn't understand why he didn't like me. Under the guidance and in the presence of my mother, this gentleman would do these things. She would not defend. She wouldn't interrupt. And if it was, it was mildly. One of my vo most vibrant memories is being in the car, going somewhere with my mother and her boyfriend. He began to pick with me and I reacted verbally 
And what happened next has stuck with me all my life. He pulled over in a gas station and the two of them watched me exit the car as I was told to and then they pulled off leaving me there out in the big bad world all by myself I remember looking around the things I was seeing people I was seeing cars standing on the sidewalk not sure exactly what to do and I began to cry and then my mind while those tears were flowing looked at the gas station and said to myself I only know my grandmother as mama and can't even say that I recall her boyfriend's name other than dad. But I can walk over here to this gas station and tell these people that I need some help. And as I began to walk towards the door of the gas station, the car pulled back in and I was told to get in. It took some more knowledge and some years to realize the devastation that it would have been if I had gotten to the gas station door and said to them, my mother and her boyfriend put me out of the car and left me. Could you please help me find my grandparents so that they can take me home? Knowing nothing at that time of the justice system, I've Child Protective Services or anything of the sort. So what could have happened or would have happened had I reached the doors of the gas station on that day asking for help? Why did my mother not like me? Why did she give me to her mother to be raised? What was it about me that was so destructive and so horrifying to be given away? And now with her, why did this man that I assumed she loved treat me in such an ugly way as to lash out at me on a regular basis when I'd done nothing.
these are the beginnings of our lives when born here on this earth and this is what we are taught no matter who we are or where we are because the energy of millennia for all we know of other individuals with these feelings are bouncing around and being carried and landing on us. Then being taught to us by those that we are around. We don't hate each other truly as a society. We hate ourselves. What's been done to us, what's been said to us. So many negative things learned that at some point in many ways we give up and give in. Rather than to face this and try to fight against it, which in today's age, at least for me and what I've seen in my 56 years, is like running uphill. Everybody else is going downhill but you're running up because you don't want to be a part of the downhill. You want to go up. You want to go up to the light. You want to go up to where we're getting along side by side, working together, appreciating each other, the wholeness of one another and the uniqueness of one another and the power that we have collectively, positively to live harmoniously and to expand that positive energy like the explosion of a sun And it's not that hard. But where do you start and do you stick to it? I decided to leave this world all over again, filled with hate and anger. Because what I had done in five years, most people don't do in a lifetime. And then by unexpected event and a couple more added to it, I had to give up those things. One, I felt the accomplishment that I had done it, the things that I dreamed of in this life. 
so that my lesson had been learned and it was time for me to leave. And because I'd lost those things as well, I had to go. The darkness surrounded me. I felt like I was floating and there were things there, but I couldn't see anything because it was dark. And then in that quiet space, my mind began to say, you have to get up. It's time. And while thinking that, I started to hear voices. Voices at first I didn't recognize. And then as those voices became clearer, I recognized the voice of my cousin. And to me, her voice always sounded like an angel. She had the sweetest, kindest voice I'd ever heard. And my will got stronger to wake up because I said to myself, she's here. You've got to wake up and say hello because she's here. And then I began to recognize other voices. And in that instant, I remember becoming angry because there was someone there that I felt should not have been. And that was my mother. My maternal grandmother had passed away. So the woman I knew as mother was not there in the physical form. But the woman who had given birth to me was. The woman who showed me and still shows me that she does not like me and she does not care. It is her actions that show this. So I'm not trying to say, this is what I feel. I'm telling you this is the example that is still given to me in my 56th year of life. I, so I concentrated on the positive voice the voice of my cousin and that my job wasn't done. And I said, wake up, she's here, you've got to say hello. And things got more sensory in that darkness that I was in. It was a strange feeling. It was electric and fuzzy like there were so many different energies in all of that darkness that were conducting like the purest form of symphony 
Universal Symphony. So I got up. I woke up. I opened my eyes. And I said, hey, how are you? And she talked to me for a moment before I went to sleep. Out of a coma from the third day, waking up in the hospital, saying hello to my angelic cousin, and then going back to sleep with the knowledge that I would wake up. which is shortly what I did. And I still am. A decade later. <laughs>